radio thrillers. We're going to hear from The Chase this week, an NBC series that aired from April of 1952 to June of 1953, produced 55 episodes. Our story today is Tiger Lily. This episode aired May 24th, 1953. The National Broadcasting Company invites you by transcription to join the chase. There is always the hunter and the hunted. The pursuer and the pursued. It may be the voice of authority. Or a race with death and destruction. The most relentless of the hunters. There are times when laughter is heard as counterpoint. And moments when sheer terror is the theme. But always there is the chase. What do you have, chum? A beer? Coming right at you. Well, things is quiet today, chump, but I ain't kicking. I had more excitement lately than I had since I've been tending bar, and that's more than 15 years. What's that, chump? The bottle behind the bar? What bottle? Oh, that one. Oh, well, uh, they call that stuff Tiger Lily, and don't ask me why. Comes from India. Here, here, take a good look. I'll tell you a yarn about it that'll curl your eyebrows. You know, tendon bar's a funny business, chum. You not only gotta mix drinks, you also gotta have what's known as a sympathetic ear, you know. You gotta listen to everybody's troubles, chum, and make with good advice. And with every sidecar comes philosophy, and you have to have a smile with every beer. Hello, Fletcher's Brewery? Uh, this is the Wharf Street Bar, Harry Pop speaking. Yeah, look, I want to add to that order I gave you yesterday. Yeah, make it 50 cases instead of 40, huh? And look, how about delivering on time for a change? Yeah. Okay, okay, that's it. Well, what'll it be, mister? Um, what do you serve? Well, anything you want. Scotch, rye, martini, Manhattan, beer, name your poison. Um, I think I'll have a cup of tea. You'll have a what? Tea. With lemon. Well, I'm sorry, mister. This ain't no tea room. Oh, you don't serve tea? We don't serve tea. What about coffee? I'll drink coffee if it's not brewed too strong. Are you sure you can take it? What? Now, forget it. Forget it, mister. I'll see if I can wrestle you up a cup of java. You, uh, you look like you need it. <laughs> He not only needed that cup of java, chump, but he also looked like he could use a blood transfusion. Well, you should have seen the size of him. Maybe five foot five with wedgies on, and to weigh 110, he'd need rocks in his pocket. Yeah, but it was his face, it was his face that got me, chump. Honest, you never saw such a sorrowful puss in all your life. Why, he looked like an alley cat with a can tied to his tail. Well, uh, here's your java, mister. Thank you. You feel all right? I think so. You look a little seedy. Oh, do I? 
Hmm? I forgot to take my vitamin pill today. Maybe that would account for it. What time is it? Uh, quarter after four. Oh, I better hurry. I'm supposed to have gone on an errand for Mr. Fincher, but I thought I'd have a little pick-me-up before I went back to the office. A pick-me... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> who's uh, who's uh, Mr. Fincher? My employer. I've been working for Mr. Fincher for 18 years. Never given me a raise. Well, what kind of a stinker is he? Oh, uh, he's all right at times. Well, did you ever ask him for a raise? Oh, no. Why not? Goodness, he might fire me. Well, the rights, he'd get another job. And I'd be a- afraid to face Agnes if Mr. Fincher dismissed me. Yeah, now, don't tell me who Agnes is. Uh, she's your wife. How did you know? Oh, brother. Uh-oh. Uh, stay put, chum. I got a little business. Uh, hello? Hello, Mr. Morgan. Uh, nice day, ain't it? What's nice about it? Well, it ain't raining. Huh? <laughs> Listen, bum. Yeah, I'm listening, Mr. Morgan. Well, my boys told me you didn't come through with your dues this week. Yeah, well, I I, I was a little short, Mr. Morgan. We we didn't take in much cash. That ain't my worry, Jughead. No? It's yours. Oh. I want 150 bucks on the line inside of 12 hours. You put up or go out of business for good. Savvy creep? Yeah, I savvy, Mr. Morgan. Okay. I'll be back. Oh, boy. Who was that? Don't you read the papers, mister? Why, that's Artie Morgan, the toughest hood in town. What's a hood? A gorilla, a clop man. Why, nobody knows how many guys he's laid away for saying no to him. You mean he's a gangster? Well, sh- Oh, now, look, friend, he ain't none of your concern. Make believe you've never seen him, huh? It's healthier all around. A gangster? A real gangster? I bet everybody's afraid of him. Well, those that ain't get buried... I wonder what it feels like to bully people. Yeah, look, yeah, you better finish your job and, and then go back to the office, eh? Oh, oh, so there you are, Lester Brill. Oh, oh, hello, Mr. Fincher. I thought I saw you through the window as I passed by. So, so this is how you spend the company's time, swilling liquor in a bar. Oh, oh, no, uh, no, that's not uh, so, Mr. Fincher. You, you, you know I never took a drink in my life. Now, don't you lie to me, you... You barfly. I've got eyes, haven't I? Now look here. I'm going to the barber's for a shave. And if you're not back at your desk, cold sober, when I return to the office, I'll fire you. Do you understand? I'll throw you out bodily. Yes, Mr. Fincher. Just wait till your wife hears about this. Well, that was Mr. Fincher. Well, how come you took all that guff from him? Well, why didn't you spit in his eye? Why didn't you expect to rate Mr. Morgan's eye? Oh, well, yeah. well, that was different. I ain't crazy. Morgan carries a gun. Mr. Fincher carries my life in his hands. He said I was drunk. He ought to know I never drink. But do you know what? What? I've got half a mind to take a drink right now. No. Yes. And I'll show Mr. Fincher and I'll show my wife. What does liquor taste like? I think you better stick to coffee. No. I want a drink. Uh, give me something from the bottle on the shelf over there. Uh, which bottle? The purple one with the funny shape. What, the tiger lily? Oh, is that what you call it? Well, that bottle's just here for show, mister. Some salesman brought it in for a gag. But it's such a lovely color, and the bottle is so pretty. Yeah, now look, look, mister. I don't even know what that stuff tastes like or what it does to you. 
I, I told you, cuss some into you. It might be dynamite. Well, just one drink won't hurt. Please. Mm, okay. Just one. <laughs> Well, don't ask me why I let him have it. Maybe I was kind of curious about that tiger lily myself. And maybe I just wanted to see what happened when this bird had a shot inside him. So I poured him a hooker and watched him sip it slowly. Life is difficult, isn't it? Well, it ain't so bad when you get used to it. Never been good for me. I can't remember when I haven't been running from someone or something. I can't remember when I haven't been afraid. Do you know what it's like to be chased by a man? Chased by what? Fear. Your own personality. The world in general. I am afraid of everything, but I can't escape. I can't escape. All right, all right. Take it easy, mister, and finish that drink. It might make you feel better, huh? Well, <clears throat> how'd it taste? Hey, your eyes are popping like marbles. Now, don't you pass out on me, mister. Don't... Oh, it's your boss. He's uh, back again. Still here, are you? You ungrateful little wretch. Disobeying my orders completely. Listen, bum. I... What? Take your hat off when you talk to me. Savvy creep. <laughs> What's that you're saying? You stupid-looking clown. I got half a mind to bust your molars. Now, now, take your hands off of me. Let go of my coat lapels. Now, this man is crazy. Oh, crazy. I'll kick the little... No, 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 don't don't touch me. You're, you're, You're out of your mind. Wow. What you looking at, Jughead? Give me another hooker. You, uh, want one more? You got ears, ain't you? What else do you want? A slab and a mug? Pour me three fingers, Jake, and pour it fast. It's hard to believe, ain't it? One shot of that Indian red eye and this mouse turns into a lion. So help me, so help me, he sounded even tougher than Artie Morgan. And, and when he asked me for another shot, I didn't stop to argue. I pour him another, and he downs it fast, and he turns and swaggers out like he's running every racket in town. But uh, early the next day, he comes back, chum, and it's a different story. Well, hello, Mr. Brill. How do you know my name? Well, you was in here yesterday. Oh, was I? You don't recall? I, uh, I don't remember anything about yesterday. All I know is that I woke up on a park bench this morning and went to the office. Mr. Fincher acted peculiar for a minute, as if he was afraid of me. Then he fired me. And you don't know why, huh? Uh Uh-uh. Agnes is looking for me, and I'm frightened. She called Mr. Fincher when I didn't come home last night and said she'd find me if it's the last thing she did. Agnes mustn't find me. I've got to keep away from her until she calms down. Now, you better stay away from the tiger lily. The tiger lily? Mm-hmm. That stuff you drunk yesterday over there on the shelf, it changed you into a wild man. It did? Yeah, I don't know what's in it, but, brother, it sure works fast. Let me see. No, no, no. Now, wait a minute. Oh, I, I don't want to drink it. I, I just want to look at the label. Yeah, all right, but no touch, huh? 
Yeah. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Uh, hello, Mr. Morgan. Where is it? Sir? Where's your doze, you chicken-headed bum? Oh, well, I uh, couldn't pick it up yet, Mr. Morgan. I'll have a little one. It'll make me feel better. All right. So that's how you like it. No, no, please. Sir. I'm going to start marking you up like a backyard fence right now. I'm going to teach you how much it costs to cross the mile. No, 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 no. Give me a break, Mr. Morgan. Give me another chance, huh? Give him a break, Buster. Why? You hide me, you lousy crumb. Take your paws off him. Why, I'll give you... Pour me one more, Jughead. I get thirsty whenever I swat a fly. It all happened so fast I hardly saw it. The little guy took a drink of Tiger Lily just as Morgan was going to rub me down, see? And the first thing you know, the little guy's laying a beer bottle over Morgan's skull. And Morgan is out for the count. Well, two minutes later, Lester is walking out the door like he's got nothing on his mind, and I'm trying to bring Morgan around. And it took me half an hour. And when I finally got him to his feet, his eyes were still smoky like he's walking on his heels. So I lead him out of the door before he knows what happened. And, uh, well, then I come back and start making plans to take care of the little guy's funeral. But the next day... Good morning. You still alive? I beg your pardon? I'm surprised to see you breathing. What do you mean? Well, you don't remember what happened yesterday? No. Well, you only crowned the toughest guy in town with a beer bottle, that's all. I did what? Artie Morgan, the biggest and hardest hood who ever lived. Why, I bet you he's got two of his torpedoes looking for you right now. You mean killers? Well, you're in trouble, friend. You're on the hook. I can't understand it. How how could I have... <gasps> that man. That man I thought was following me. He was following me. You mean, you mean somebody was after you? There, there, there was one man who walked behind me down the street for over a mile. A terrible-looking fellow with a scar on his face. That was the gasher. Oh, the gasher. And then, then when I thought he turned away, another man started to follow me. He had pockmarks all over his skin, and he kept... Picking his teeth with his knife. That was Jip. Who the Jip? Morgan's hatchet, man. You better get out of town fast, y mister. Oh, you, you, you think they want to kill me? Well, they don't want to give you no door prizes. Why, they're going... Do not turn around. Why? There's a dame staring in here through the window with blood in her eye. Oh, what, what does she look like? Well, she got a hatchet face and a jaw like a fighter. Ooh, ooh, that's Agnes, my wife. For goodness sake, don't let her in. Well, it's too late now. Oh, here you are, you miserable worm. Hello, Agnes. Where have you been for the last two days? I, I don't remember. Have you gone crazy? What are you doing in a cheap gin mill like this? Oh, we've got a very good reputation. Shut up! Yes, ma'am. The idea, the very idea. You must be stark staring mad, Lester Brill, staying away from home like that and getting fired in the bargain. Yeah, but I, I didn't. Don't I didn't. interrupt me. No. I heard all about it from Mr. Fincher. He said he caught you in a bar swilling liquor like a drunken pirate, but I had to see it with my own eyes to believe it. Yeah, but I haven't. Don't been... contradict me. Take a shot, Joe. Don't you dare give me any of your lip. Heaven help you when I finally get you home. What are you doing with that bottle? How dare you take a drink right in front of me, you insect? How dare you? 
Drop dead, sister. <gasps> what? What did you say? He said, drop dead. Blow. Take a powder. I'm getting tired of the yakety-yak. Lester Brill, is, is that you speaking? You hide me, hatchet head. Get me saw and I'll slap you down. A maniac. An absolute maniac. Scram! You've done it, mister. Pour me another drink. Anything, anything you say, champ. Hey. Hey. What's the matter? Outside. Nagasha and Chip. Morgan's boys. So what? So you got a rod, mister? I don't need a rod to handle them creeps. Close the door, knuckle brain. There's a draft to me back. Uh, hello, hello, Chip. I, I see you got the gasher outside, huh? You out for a little walk, you two? Where's the guy who conked Artie Morgan? He... He ain't around. He, uh... He's he, right here. Oh. Who wants him? You slugged Artie? He's lucky he still got his teeth to crumb. Want to make something out of it? Sure. You better call in that slob you got waiting outside. You're gonna need help. I, uh, I want to make a deal, mister. A deal? Hey, you got a lot of moxie. And the gang could use a new chief. Get rid of Morgan for us. And you're in. I, uh, don't hear so good. Why, we got a big spread, mister. The take is over a million a year. And your end is 40%. If you're top banana... Uh, 40%. I'm beginning to hear better already. Well, how about it? Sure. You'll take care of Morgan for us? Anytime. Hey, I got an idea. Morgan's been saying he's gonna rub you out, see? All right. I'll tell Morgan you're in this saloon and you're plastered. He'll come down thinking you're a cinch. You let him have it, eh? Go ahead, tell the bum I'm in here. Make sure you order up a hoist. You got a rod, ain't you? Nope. I don't need one. You better take mine. Here. What's that? A water pistol? <laughs> you, uh, you got a good sense of humor, mister, but you better take this Roscoe anyway. And what time you got, Harry? It's a quarter past eleven. Don't let no customers in here except Morgan. I'll get him down at one o'clock sharp. Now, now, now listen, Chip. You ain't serious about this. I don't want my joint shut up. You want to get yourself embalmed before your time, Harry? No. Just try busting this up and calling the cops. No, no. Is, uh... Is one o'clock good enough for you, mister? Any time... Draw as soon as Morgan shows. He won't be looking for it. Well, I'll see you later. Now, this saloon ain't no dueling grounds, Mr. Brill. Stop shaking and pour me another drink. But when Morgan walks in here... Turn that off, you hear? When Morgan walks in, he gets carried out. Give me the bottle. I'll have a little party here the table, all by myself. 
Well, you see how it was, chum? If I called the coppers, the gasher would gash me. So all I can do is wait around until the fireworks start. Well, I locked the door, and I walked back to the bar, see? And I had myself a drink on the house. Lester is sitting at a corner table, heisting a glass. And the first thing I know, he's got his head on his arms, and he's snoring like a trooper. Well, that leaves me with nothing else to do but watch the clock go round and wait. And the first thing I know, it's five minutes to one. Mr. Brill, wake up. Mr. Brill. Uh, why? Oh, oh, it's you, barman. Holy smoke, you're back to normal. I had the craziest dream. I dreamt I'd made a date to meet a gangster. It was absolutely terrifying. Yeah, well, that was no dream, mister. What did you say? It happened. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, where? Right here. You made a deal with one of Morgan's torpedoes to rub Morgan out, and Morgan's on his way over here right now. But that's ridiculous. Is it? Feel in your right-hand pocket. My right hand... What's this? Take it out and see. <laughs> My goodness, it's a revolver. They, they, they frighten me to death. I can't even bear to look at one. Well, you better pick that one up from the floor, mister, because you're going to need it. When Morgan walks in here, it's either him or you. But I, 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 I have nothing against this man, Morgan. Well, he's got a lot of complaints about you. You know, you stroked his toupee with a beer bottle yesterday, and he's coming back to return the compliment with a slug. The, the police. You, you, you've got to call the police. Yeah, well... Uh-oh. Police won't help you now, mister. There's Morgan's car pulling up to the curb. <laughs> What'll I do? Take a drink. Fast. A drink? Yeah, Tiger Lily from that bottle on the table. Uh, I don't know what's in it, but it makes you a regular Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Now, quick, pour yourself a hookup before Morgan comes in. Well, 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 what are you waiting for? The bottle. What's the matter with the bottle? It's empty. Empty? Here, look for yourself. Holy cow, you must have finished it before when you passed out before. You get me another one, quick. I ain't got another one. Oh, that's Artie Morgan with a heater in his hand. Open up, baby. Where, where can I hide? Come on, come on, let's get out of here. Oh. All right, in here. Now, this hall leads to an alley, and I, I got a jalopy parked there. Maybe we can make a run for it. How did I ever get into this mess? Never mind how you got in. The trick is getting out. Here, hit through this door. There. All right, there's the car. Now, you get in. Behind us. Hang on to your hat. Well, chum, when I drove out of that alley, I turned left on two wheels and hot-footed it right down the avenue. I made two more left turns and then doubled back on my tracks. But just when I thought we gave Morgan the air, he turned the heat on. I guess we're safe now. Are we? Take a look through the window in the back. Ooh, there's someone chasing us. Yeah, that's Morgan. I can recognize his car. It's a bulletproof job with a Tommy gun built right in. What do we do? You're asking me. Well, the best thing is to stick with the heavy traffic. He won't pull anything in front of this mob. Oh, he's, he's gaining on us. He's got a better car. Faster, Barman. I'm going as fast as I can, mister, but it looks like it ain't fast enough. 
Well, hang on now. I'm turning right. Oh, no. Uh, what's the matter? We're on a dead-end street. He, he's, he's coming up to us. He's coming alongside. Let go of the wheel, <laughs> Mr. Falcon. Touch that. Well, jump. Don't ask me exactly what happened, but uh, as far as I know, when Lester got panicky and grabbed the wheel, we rammed Morgan's car, you see? The next minute, the street is crawling with coppers, and I'm pulling Lester Brill out of the overturned jalopy. Well, he didn't come to until he was in the hospital. Mm. How you doing, Mr. Brill? Mm. You, uh, you feel well enough to talk? Where am I? In the hospital. What happened? Plenty. You know, I, I came out of the crack up with a bang on the nose. They called what you got a slight concussion. Oh. What happened to Mr. Morgan? Oh, don't you worry about Morgan. He's cooling off in jail. You know, they told me the DA's been looking for Morgan for the last six months. And when, when they let him out of stir, he'll be tripping over his beard. Oh, well, then, then it's all over. Well, uh, almost. Almost? Yeah, you, uh... You got company outside. Who? Your boss, Mr. Fincher, and your wife. My wife? Mm -hmm. Maybe the doctor won't let me see. Now, the doc said it was okay. Now, listen. Listen, listen, Mr. Brill. Things have changed a lot for you in the last couple of days. Now, if you play this right, you're going to be a happier guy. Now, you just be quiet, and you let me do most of the talking. Oh, come in, folks. He's feeling much stronger. Oh, thank you. Lester. Lester, are you all right? Hello, Agnes. Oh, terrible, terrible. What's this town coming to anyway? Great Scott, when I heard about that gangster, I could hardly believe it. But uh, when the newspaper men came around and asked me for an interview, Lester, I gave them the facts. Yes, sir, I, I told them you'd been a man of iron as long as I've known you. And I was proud to have you as a member of our organization. You were proud to have Mr. me? Mr. Brill, uh, you're a hero in this town. You nabbed Morgan single-handed. I'm a hero. Oh, 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 Lester, darling. I should have known all along what a man you were. I've been so blind. Can you ever forgive me, sweet? But, uh... I, uh, <coughs> I have... I have a few apologies to make myself, Lester, and uh, I'm making them now. Oh, by the way, there'll be a surprise for you when you come back to the office. Oh, will there, Mr. Finch? Yes, indeed. You'll see your name on the door. I've had you promoted, my boy. You're due for your vice president stripes when you get back. Uh, uh, but, Lester... You must promise never to lose your temper again. You you frightened me so, darling, and you're so nice when you're your own sweet self. Yeah, yes, I am. Uh, well, uh, folks, I'll be on my way. I uh, I got to get back to the job, you know. Uh, anything more I can do for you, Mr. Brill? Uh, no, thank you, Harry. No, I'll be fine from now on. <laughs> Well, chum, as far as I know, Lester Brill's life changed from that day on. Yep, his boss don't kick him around no more, and his wife treats him like he was human. Oh, uh, eh, I, uh, I might have had a little something to do with it when I told the police that Lester was chasing Morgan and not the other way around. And uh, when they picked up the jip, he told him the same story. So that made Lester a hero on all counts. But, uh, you know, 
I like to figure maybe the tiger lily was uh, really what made Lester Brill what he is today. Oh, uh, the bottle's empty now. Uh, I, I just keep it around for a gag, but you uh, know what I've been thinking? When that salesman comes in, the one who'll give me the bottle in the first place, maybe I'll ask him for another one. Yeah, you know, uh, I've been having a little trouble with my own wife lately, uh, and, uh, well, you never know what Tiger Lily can cure. In the animal world, there is the hunter and the hunted. Hound and fox, hawk and sparrow, chicken and worm. But who is to judge precisely which is the pursuer or the pursued as we enter the chase? The Chase was created and written for the National Broadcasting Company by Lawrence Clee. Heard in the cast were Larry Haynes, Carl Swenson, Anne Petoniak, Leon Janney, and Ralph Bell. The Chase is directed and transcribed by Fred Way. Fred Collins speaking. Next week, murder is in the offing when a man's personality changes and takes on all the characteristics of an evil puppet on The Chase. This afternoon, it's Adventure with Counter Spy on NBC. thriller for this week hope you enjoyed it find more from the chase at relicradio.com alongside thousands of other old-time radio episodes more from relic radio thrillers and all the other podcasts we have a shoutcast stream up and running there as well if you'd like to help support it all visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website thanks to those who have helped out thanks for joining me this week be back next friday with another episode of relic radio thrillers mm-hmm.